Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And... We're still here. This is No Credentials Required, covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to No Credentials Required. This podcast is brought to you by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Just a couple things I want to get to before our interview today. I uh, just want to remind you about our social media accounts. Could you listed down here below? Twitter at BellyUpNCR. Also the same for Instagram account because now we're very active on Instagram as well as Twitter. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR. And on YouTube, no credentials required. And if you are listening, watching or listening on YouTube right now, go ahead and click on the like, share, and subscribe buttons and also notifications. That way you'll be notified of future episodes coming up or any kind of shorts that we post. And also subscribe to any of our podcasts if you're listening on the audio side, Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play. If you could leave a review on Apple or on Podchaser uh, or on Spreaker, we'd appreciate that. I'd appreciate that. That way you can get more exposure in the podcast world as it's very vast. <laughs> I also want to remind you about our hashtags on social media, which is, which is hashtag muddy five one eight and also hashtag local sports matter. And speaking of local sports, I'm going to bring in Philip Barnett. He's a wide receiver for the Albany empire. If you've been watching the Albany empire, keeping up with them, they started their national arena league season a couple weeks ago. They're currently two and zero. Had a very dominant win last week. And if you happen to watch the live stream and join along, uh, you watch me, commentate a little bit on the game. So we're going to bring in a very important part of the Albany Empire offense. And that's going to be Philip Barnett. He's a veteran wide receiver. How's it going? 
Hey, Philip. Welcome to No Credentials Required. How are things going today, man? It's going good, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Living the dream. How's Living it going? The dream. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, I just got off of work myself, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm happy to have you aboard. I appreciate you taking some time this afternoon. I know you got you guys are very busy with the with the schedule this week. You're going to play a really pretty good opponent in Carolina. You know, how's been practice practice been going this week? Uh, practice been been going good. Been having meetings, uh, going over things with the game plan and everything. Practice been been going good. So. We're just getting ready for the game this this Saturday. I'm I'm for, looking forward to going myself, taking some pictures and and uh, doing some live streaming from doing some live stream before the game myself. So we'll uh, I, we'll, we'll get you there. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't wait because it's against my old my my over my old my old team, my previous team. So uh, I played with them in eighteen when they won the championship in NAL. So oh, that's right. That's right. I for- I forgot about that. I actually watched their highlights. I watched the highlights from that game a couple, a couple, couple days ago, actually. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun playing against them. All right. So we're going to go into this a little bit. So uh, you, you had you played college in, in Toledo. Um, how did you get involved with indoor football? So I actually didn't play college. Uh, I went to Toledo, uh, and I ended up coming home within my first year. So uh, small world how I got into arena. Uh, my receivers coach in high school, he was actually uh, the arena coach and assistant at this, with the Cincinnati Commandos. It was a, a lower level league. And I sat out for two years and I was like, man, I think I'm ready to get back into football. He was like, bro, he's like, you know, if you uh, play, you can't go back to college at the time. I'm like, yeah, I think it's about time for me to get back into the game. So he's like, all right, I'm, I'll, I'll love to have you. So if you're ready, then I got a spot for you. Was it easy? To adapt yourself from the outdoor game to the indoor game? Uh, yes and no. I mean, <laughs> as a receiver, you're running routes. I mean, so you're just running, you're running to get open. So, yeah, but the thing about arena, you got to learn the angles, you got to learn the defense, you got to learn all the small things to be able to be a, a good arena, a good arena receiver. I mean, outdoor game. A lot of outdoor receivers can't come into indoor and play, but a lot of indoor receivers can go outside and play. And that's one thing I'm not sure why the CFL or NFL coaches don't try to get guys from the football league because it's so much quicker, so much faster. You're on a smaller field, but, hey, what do I know? I'm just a arena football player. <laughs> <laughs> you also got to watch out for those walls, too, because sometimes you know, the walls – the walls always win. Always, they they never lose. I got a I got a nice bruise on my back because of the wall. Oh, was it from this past this past week, or yeah, is it just yeah, from a career? Yeah. No, uh, it was this past game, the wall never loses. So I'm looking at your at your at your career here. So you start in Cincinnati, uh, you go to Texas, you go to Texas, the arena football of uh, the indoor football league, excuse me, with Coach Billy back. I think is is Coach Billy back still with uh, Carolina? No, he's actually he- in uh, Spokane, Washington, in the IFL. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, then you moved on from Texas. You went from Texas. You go to Nashville, and then you get signed by the Tampa Bay Storm of the of, of the Arena Football League, which is the OG of uh, the OG yeah. of Arena Leagues. And you spend a couple seasons in Tampa Bay. You also go on to Cleveland. You go on to Washington. What did your experiences kind of? Uh, did your experiences in that in the Arena Football League in the in the big? I guess you could say it's the bigger league of the of the of the leagues. Now, indoor football leagues. Uh, how did those experiences in those leagues help you uh, in your career to this point? To this point, when you're in, well, in Albany. Uh, so honestly, the only difference in the AFL from the other leagues are honestly the quarterback 
the offensive defensive line and it's just it's more physical like the, the dbs like they they're more physical they make more contact they hold a little more but that, that's pretty much it that's pretty much it you, you joined the empire uh, a couple of days before the season started now i i saw i saw i saw that story and i i i, I watched i was there for the game and then you know i thought to myself oh this is a pretty cool story and i looked i saw your extensive career in foot and football at this point but who who reached out to you and how fast did you get on the plane to albany after you got that call so i was actually in jacksonville and they uh like they released me or was trading me so once all that was going through i was just like all right i'm on my way up to, to albany and it was actually the day before so I got there uh, noon, I believe, on Friday. I had to get all my physicals done the day before so I can uh, be registered to play and everything and be a- able to play, I should, I should say. So then I got there. I didn't, have, didn't practice with the team yet. And every I ended up starting. And whenever the play was called, Tommy would just say, hey, go do this, go do this route. And it just worked out. We had Darius Prince going off for six touchdowns, and then five or six, six touchdowns first game. Six, and, six for six, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I had, I had two, so it was just, it worked out. It worked out, and it was crazy because I didn't get to practice. I didn't know anybody on the team besides a select few, just from knowing them through through the arena league, and it just worked out. And actually, me and Darius Prince, we're we're actually cool, so. He's the reason why I actually got up here. So that, that's actually leading to my next question. Uh, in the Arena Football League, you, you'd play you and, and you yourself, but you would play against uh, guys like uh, Darius Prince and uh, guys like Tommy Grady, who are who are Arena Football veterans and I guess you could say first ballot Hall of Famers with the, in the Arena Football League. But uh, yeah, but sure. what is what has the experience? been like that i've been working with those guys you know, you know get an experienced guy like grady and you got uh experienced teammate like uh like darius prince and the other side whether you're either in high motion or you're just lined up on a lineup wide what's been the experience like working with those guys well working with the Darius prince it's easy for me because he's going to get all the attention so mm-hmm. he leaves everything up under for me and i'll, I'll take all that all day so it's it's easy to play with uh, Darius Prince and but Tommy Grady. Like it's Tommy Grady. I mean, there's really not much to say about that man. It's w- one of the best quarterbacks in arena uh, football history. So it's pretty pretty easy and simple to play with him. He's do this. If you're not there, then you're not gonna get the ball. So if I want the ball, I do what he say. <laughs> but no, he's Tommy's a great leader, man. It's it's fun playing yeah. with him. He's a good guy. Uh, fun guy to be around, so I, I I love being here. It's fun. It's fun here, and we're winning. Yeah. So yeah, hey, that that, is, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> right, right. We got a young, fast team, and they're we're just ready to play each week. So yeah, yeah. I'm seeing from the roster that's just a healthy mix of both with first year guys and 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 veterans. Tell me what can you kind of allude to what kind of chemistry you guys all have in the locker room? Is, is it, you, you said it's easy to get to just, you guys have fun and you guys have, I mean, especially when you're winning, but um, yeah. you, you guys just have fun. You guys do stuff together outside the, outside the locker room. You know, what's the uh, dy- uh, team dynamic? Well, whenever I, well, I wasn't here yet, but like a day, day or so before I, before I got here, they, the team actually went axe throwing. Yeah. But I, I, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't here to, uh, to 
participate in that, but just like in the locker room, we're just all joking before meetings, having fun, and we go to the gym together, uh, most of us. So it's just we just we just have a good time together whenever we're around each other. And the the young the the young guys, man, they fly they fly around. That defense is crazy. I yeah. I will I wouldn't want to play again. I wouldn't want to get hit by them. Them them boys are good. So. Yeah, I saw that hit that uh, Kenneth Magruder had on on Friday night. Oh man, I can I can hear from up here. <laughs> the, cra- the crazy thing is, that happened against uh, one of my old players, and that's that's my boy to this day, uh, Laughing House. So yeah, who had who was, had a really good, had really really spectacular catch in the game against Carolina too. Yeah, yeah. He uh, oh no, they, they, he won the game for him, didn't he? Yeah. He, he no, that oh so that, that was when we went over the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, so they went up, and then Carolina kicked the last second field goal to win. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the coaching? What's the coaching like? Are they do the guys? Do those guys? Obviously, those guys work. The coaches really work really hard to get you guys prepared. And and having what's it like having such a, a guy who like Tom Anash, who has a wealth of experience uh, in in football for oh, gosh thirty plus years between NFL, the CFL, arena. What's it like having a, a, a guy like uh, Tom Anash as your head coach, and also about your other? You talked about your you talked about your other uh, coach uh, players, uh, coaching staff too. Is it Damian Damian Ware, who's your offensive coordinator? Yes, yes. So uh, it's, it's it's actually great, great man, because they they have us well prepared for the games and everything. So through practice, like the, the whole week leading up, they getting us ready for the game. So it's 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 great having having those guys there, getting us together. Are, are are they high energy too, or are they just kind of are they more like are they more mellow and and uh, and uh, more more mellow and and just kind of even keeled? Uh, so far since I've been here, they they've been they've been mellow. So okay, so hopefully it stays that way. <laughs> Any yelling yelling going on, but hey, we all gotta <laughs> we, we we all gotta hear it every now and then. So if we're not oh, doing of course. Our job, so but of no, course. It's, it's, it's it's fun being around them. So. And one more, a couple more questions, just just kind of fun questions, and just I'm not going to throw any two curveballs to you. <laughs> um, now, you got if you're if you're you got head you got your earbuds in, you got your headphones on. Pre-game, what are you usually listening to? Uh, some rap, some okay. rap. Uh, Who are some of your favorites? Uh, my favorites on the list too before the game. Uh, I want to uh, pry out by two chains. Uh, it just uh, make, basically says something about making my mama proud. So mm-hmm. I always gotta listen to that before the game. What are some hobbies that are are, are, are kind of you kind of enjoy or uh, outside the field? Or do you have any hobbies? Do you have anything that interests you? Interests you like uh, uh, anything? Hobbies, or, or I'm more of a chill, relaxed guy. But I like playing uh, Madden, the video game Madden. Uh, I love I love basketball. I, that's actually my favorite sport one of one of my favorite sports it used to be my main sport growing up so okay any any anytime i can get on the court um that's that's my getaway that okay playing playing the game relaxing listening to movies who's your nba team i'm a lebron fan so ah. uh, i'm wherever he goes so okay okay now now that they're out of the playoffs uh who who do you think's gonna go all the way and take the nba nba championship this year um, I, I have to say the Brooklyn Nets, but the, the Suns, the Suns are are playing pretty pretty well too. So you can't count them out. But okay. Brooklyn Nets, they just have too much firepower. They have too much power with that team. 
again, Philip, I want to thank you for your, for taking some time out of your day to, to hang out with uh, us on no cred- this channel and no credentials required. Uh, can people find you on social media anywhere just to kind of give you some support or, or you know, uh, just to say hi? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Instagram is phillyphil9, P-H-I-L-L-Y, P-H-I-L-9. Facebook uh, is Philip Barnett. Uh, Twitter, uh, I don't even know my Twitter. I don't really <laughs> ever get on there. It, <laughs> it's it's be... probably best just stay off sometimes off on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it may it may be lilhoppa11, L-I-L-H-O-P-P-A-11, maybe. We'll uh, look for you there, and you'll also look for you this this Saturday at the uh, Times Union Center against Carolina, and for hopefully we'll have the, the rest of the se- of memorable, memorable season two with the Empire. So, uh, again, I want to thank you for your time and join us today and No Credentials Required. We really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to No Credentials Required. Again, I want to thank Philip Barnett of the Albany Empire for joining us for a few minutes. Talk about his career, talk about his time in Albany so far, and hopefully there's there's a lot more success down the road for the Albany Empire. Maybe there'll be a championship this year. We'll never know. We won't know until we won't know until late August, until uh, about mid-August when the playoffs start. The playoff picture starts to starts to starts to uh, starts to form. So right now we're Week, right, week three of the National Arena League season. Uh, I'll give my review of the Albany Empire so far. Uh, week one, they had their home opener against the Columbus Lions, and it was uh, it was an interesting thing to see the Empire come out. And they figured, all right, they're going to have some pretty cool uniforms. And they have the usual uniforms from when they were in the, uh, in the Arena Football League. And they come out, and... There was a reason why they said they was gonna ha- they're gonna have a whiteout a, a whiteout at the pep- at the uh, Times Union Center that Saturday, and there was a perfect reason why is because their uniforms, to be honest, looked a little slapdash. <laughs> looked like they kind of looked like a, a the, the at least the the, the jersey uh, looked like kind of a uh, something I would wear for flag football. Um, not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bash them because of that. You know, the little time kind of had a little t- bit of time to prepare a, a much flashier jersey compared to Columbus, who had their their pretty solid uniforms themselves. I guess the the reason why is because they didn't get their order in on time. So uh, with uh, with their original supplier, so they were kind of stuck trying to figure out what to have for their what to wear for their their jerseys, and they had to go with this. So not a big deal. Not that it mattered because contrary to the score. The final score of 65-60, then a pretty dominant win against Columbus. They had Tommy Grady doing Tommy Grady things. They had Darius Prince doing Darius Prince things. Tommy Grady threw eight touchdowns, uh, six of them to Darius Prince, who is again aforementioned in the interview with with Philip Barnett uh, and Tommy Grady just doing Tommy Grady things, you know, throwing the football around. Uh, had an interception, uh, which. If you're an Albany Empire fan, you, you're going to see a you're going to you you've you've been accustomed to seeing him throw uh, at least one interception per game 
but we'll get to the next game in just a second. A solid crowd, you know, about 2,800 people. Again, this is because of COVID standards. Not, we're not having allowed to have a whole lot of people in the stands for these events yet. Hopefully, as we get our COVID restrictions lifted, we'll have more people in the stands at the Times Union Center. I'm hoping this Saturday we'll see a lot more fans in the stands. You'll never know how many people will be allowed coming up to this point. Week one, very successful. Sloppy play, especially when we get early going, especially on offense. Uh, I don't know if the referees were having a tough time resetting the game clock, but we had a couple of delay game penalties. We had a couple of, uh, on offense. We had a couple of illegal defense and and personal foul and pass interference penalties on defense. But it's week one. It's week one, and Albany didn't have a lot of time to prepare for this opponent because their original opponent, the Ontario Bandits, they announced earlier that week that they were going to be dormant for this year. So Albany had little time to prepare for the Columbus Lions. Uh, Columbus Lions have a lot of experienced ex-arena football players like like Maurice Leggett, who played for the Albany Empire Arena, Arena Bowl Championship team back in 2019. They have Lonnie Outlaw, Mason Espinoza, who was the backup quarterback for Tommy Grady in 2019. Columbus has a lot, and they have a lot of very solid defense, too. Uh, a lot of the defensive players uh, went up blocking some passes from Tommy Grady because they tall. <laughs> Let's face it. The Columbus Lions had some guys who were about 6'5", 6'6", on the defensive line. They got to him once, but only once, and that was called back because of an illegal defense penalty. Albany had some concerns on offense with like game penalties. Offensive line did a solid job. Derek Ross showed why he's one of the best arena football running backs of all time, especially in that first touchdown from scrimmage. First play from scrimmage where he hurtled over a defender to get to the end zone to give Albany a 7-0 lead. Craig Peterson was pretty much automatic. He went 9-for-9 nine nine on extra points. He also had a what's called a deuce where in the National Arena League, since they have no rebound netting like in, in the old Arena Football League, on the kickoff, you kick it through the goalposts, that's two points. So those two points can actually came in pretty handy towards the end. Lions going down 22, 21 or 22, while I'm scoring 15 points in the last last couple minutes of the game, went for the onside kick, lost the onside kick, Albany runs out the clock, Albany wins 65-60. But it was good to see some of the old guys from the old Empire. I got a chance to talk to, to, to Mo Leggett for a little bit just to say hi. Wishing him a good luck for the rest of the season and safe trip back to Columbus. Got to see Joe Sykes, who is now the defensive who, who is now a defensive line coach. Uh, got to t- chat with him for a bit. Got to see Tommy Grady. Take some pictures of the guys in the, in the, in the field. I'll have some pictures up on the uh, – you may see some pictures, actually, I took uh, at the game. Uh, in this in this in this YouTube video, so very successful first game for the Albany Empire. Then we go to week two. They play. A, they have a short week. It's a Friday game, and they travel to Trenton, New Jersey, to take on the Jersey Flight. I don't know what kind of. I, I watched the Jersey Flight from the week before. They had a pretty solid game against Carolina. Lost it at the end of the game. The last second field goal, as uh, as we mentioned in the last segment. Albany came out. They drive the length of the field in their first offensive series. They don't convert. They actually go down seven nothing, uh, seven to nothing, and then from there uh, they score in the next seven possessions. They take a big lead in the locker room at halftime. They convert on an actually convert on an onside kick in the final minute of play in the second quarter to go up thirty five to thirteen at halftime, and then from there it was just steamrolling, steamrolling, steamrolling on offense, scoring touchdowns. Philip Barnett had three touchdowns. Darius Prince had three touchdowns. Actually, I believe he had five touchdowns in that game. Uh, the defense got a touchdown. 
we had some turnovers done uh, made by the defense. Kenneth Magruder got his second interception in as many weeks. Uh, we had a sack. Fumb- str- we had a sack. Uh, by the defensive line. We also had a fumble recovering the end zone by the defensive line. And Albany just it had a game. It had a game. There were much more. The, the game was a lot more cleaner. Uh, the, the game was a lot more, a lot more what we're used to, what we're used to seeing. You can tell that it was a lot more crisp on offense. Tommy Grady had a near perfect game and he had 22 completions, including those seven or eight touchdowns. Actually, yeah, this is seven. Actually, no, sorry, it was seven touchdowns because David Pindell uh, came in late in the game. On his first possession, he, he mishandled the snap, but then he actually wound up getting his first National Arena League touchdown with that three-yard run at the end of the game before the fumble in the end zone. And then the all and just Albany Empire had a solid effort on both sides of the ball. So the Albany Empire wound up winning 60-25. to 25. And they're two and zero. They're they're currently in first place with a two and zero record in the league. Orlando's zero and one. Jacksonville hasn't even played a game yet. There are only a handful of teams this year, and everybody's got some experienced arena football and indoor football players in their lineup. So, you know that includes Carolina, who's coming to town on Saturday night to face the Empire. Uh, Carolina won the championship in twenty nineteen in twenty eighteen, I believe. I think they beat Columbus sixty six to eight. Actually, as telling Philip Barnett in the last segment that I watched some of the highlights from that game. And I think I remember watching that game from the Outer Banks, North Carolina, <laughs> uh, when I was on vacation. So uh, Carolina's coming to town. They, they bring a very solid team. They had a good win over Jersey in the last second in week one. So I'm looking forward to seeing that's going to be a, seeing that game, being there at the Times Union Center on Saturday night at 7. There's going to be a block party after beforehand, as they announced, uh, I guess because of COVID restrictions, they couldn't have it in week one, but this is usually the deal in Albany. It's been tradition for so many years where they have a pre-game block party with live music and entertainment, uh, live music, entertainment, food, drink, adult, adult and non-adult beverages. So if you're in the Albany area and you got your vaccination card and you show proof of vaccination, you can go to the block party before the game, which I believe is at seven o'clock Eastern time. The kickoff is there. But if you can't make it to the game, good news. Unlike in the past where you had to watch ESPN3, have a subscription to ESPN3 uh, with the Arena Football League, all of the National Arena League games are broadcast on YouTube. And hey, guess what? Guess who is the college commentator for the Albany Empire games? That's right. Our boy, Tom Gosgoslowski. He's the color commentary for Empire games. If you can't watch the game at the arena, can always watch it on youtube so uh, also be on and the great thing about being on youtube is that it's always available for replay so if you can't miss if you if you're working you can't make the game on saturday or can't watch the game on saturday it'll be there the next day for replay you watch it all you want do your breakdown that kind of thing so that's going to do it for this episode of no credentials required again i want to thank philip barnett of the albany empire i also want to thank Lindsay whites who is the communications director over the albany empire uh, for setting up this interview uh, we're going to have a lot more and i'm hoping to have a lot more interviews with our albany empire players and coaches throughout the season uh, maybe i have some surprises also in the meantime with old albany empire and firebirds players who can make make their appearance here so Got some pretty cool things coming down the road with no credentials required for this podcast, Belly Up Sports, and with Godzilla Media. And again, I want to thank you for watching and listening to No Credentials Required. We are brought to you by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Again, I want to remind you of the socials, 
uh, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening, uh, go to Twitter and Instagram at bellyupncr, facebook.com forward slash bellyupncr, and last but not least, YouTube, no credentials required. And if you're on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notifications button. That way you'll know when new episodes are released. And if you're on podcast side, hit the subscribe button, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, leave a review, tell us how much you love the show, and we'll give you some recognition. And as always, look for us with our hashtags, hashtag Mighty518 and hashtag Local Sports Matter. So again, thank you for watching and listening to No Credentials Required. I've been your host, Ryan McCarthy, and we'll catch you later. Music courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.